right. Well, that, that's, I guess, her theme song from The Accordion Guy on YouTube. Hi, welcome to a podcast of Jordan Haas. It's a late night episode, but one I finally got some time to for myself to record. Hi, how's it going? It's me. I'm, I'm the problem. Anyway, uh, as, as I uh, explained earlier, um, <clears throat> or you maybe seen social media, I, I got to see the Super Mario Brothers movie with my friend Jack, aka Hendrix Trog, on, on Twitter and all the other places. Friend of the show, Funtime Calls co host, one of my best friends on the internet. Finally got to hang out with him, it was great. He didn't really seem to like Dave Busters that well. But you know what? AMC Theaters was really fun. He had a cocktail at MacGuffins. And I had three different drinks. I had a McGuffin's cocktail themed on Renfield, a chocolate milkshake, and a large root beer. I drank more than I ate, but I also had a burger. And that burger, folks, is okay. I would say, um, the best way to equate it would be if you had Veggie Grills burger before, but it was a meat patty rather than the veggie patty, or whatever is the Impossible Burger. It's about the same. Um... Not the best burger, not the worst burger, just like an in-between. The fries were good, though. Uh, but at the same time, it was like $30 for all that. But hey, it's theater. That's how they make their money. I don't blame them. And I actually got to see in, the- in Theater One, which was the big theater, the big Dolby theater, the big the big show. Uh, so it was actually really fun to see Mario in the, probably the best way possible. And this was in the afternoon, two o'clock. And I will actually say we had great luck because it was right in the center of the theater. No one behind us, no one in front of us, no one to the left, no one to the right. And shout outs to the families who shot some Mario movie with their kids. They were very well behaved and fun. Like the kids were enjoying themselves and not in like the screamy crybaby way that I see in Marvel movies. So that actually made the experience a lot more pleasant like oh so the kids actually like it good um so that that's the best way to describe the mario movie of course there will be spoilers with this because it's a movie review and i don't do do the no spoiler reviews uh because first of all it's a mario fucking movie take a fucking guess what you think the ending is with a with a video game based movie involving Mario and Bowser and Peach. I'll give you a hint, Mario fucking wins. Luigi is there and he wins too. They do the do the do 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 noise in the movie. What, what do you want? Anyway, uh, Super Mario Brothers movie, I, uh, Jack had a letterbox review. I will cop, I will verbatim take his letterbox review first before you take mine um, because I, I figured Jack I wanted to record it with Jack here but he had to go and his flight is today so I uh, wish him safe travels he's probably not going to listen to this until he gets back home to Memphis he gifted me a Gibson's donut when we hung out and you know what it's actually a really good donut he's actually not that wrong anyway here's Jack's review um <clears throat> Following the tradition of anime tie-in movies to popular shonen manga, the Super Mario Bros. movie is indecipherable without having an investment into Nintendo's video game catalog. If you're looking for a decent plot, it's not here. For me, I had okay enough time, the voices were fine, but I felt the limits of what a Hollywood star cast can accomplish versus regular voice actors. How much do you like Mario will probably impact how many stars one can give this film. I'm not sure I'll ever see this again, but I would probably see a couple more Mario Jason movies in the future. That's a fair enough review. Uh, here's mine, because this is the duration of it. Um, yes, it's basically Mario fan service. Um, if, if this was going to be full on a Mario movie with everything Mario associated with it, I think this would be a five-star movie. 
seriously, they have a lot of great Easter eggs from the Nintendo playing cards as billboards to balloon fight to the punch out pizza and Spike from Wrecking Crew being like a minor antagonist similar to uh, Donkey Kong in the midpoint and uh, of course Bowser and Kamek and all the usual villains of, of the game. Um, so that made for a really fun thing to see like, oh, wow, they have like balloon fight in this. They have like references to a duck hunt. It's great. I love it. Um, so it's like a lot of little Nintendo Easter eggs in this big Mario movie. And I thought that was the best part. It was like, oh, you get the reference. And just like in Super, in the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog movie, it's a nice, clever thing for the fans. It doesn't drive the plot home. It's just a clever little bit of fan service, which I thought, okay, that's good if you love Mario. Hello, Mario. I don't know why I'm sounding like Luigi in that one meme. Hello, Mario. Um, anyway, uh, so, so when it comes to like the Easter eggs, it's really good with Mario. And it has a lot of characters from the Mario universe. You know, it has Mario, Luigi, Toad, to uh, P Princess Peach, Goombas, Koopas. It has all sorts of, it has the, the, a 2D side-scrolling bit. And they got rid of the Mushroom Kingdom, here we come, from the trailer. Maybe because Chris Pratt wasn't, or that line was just sort of just joked on. I don't know. Um, a lot of references to Chris Pratt's voice was in the intro of the the movie. I'm guessing that was like a ADR. We have to rewrite the first part of this movie. Oh, is it my accent? What if people don't like it? To which, you know, they get Charles Martinet, who is already going to have a cameo appearance in the movie, go, I think it's a great! And just, that's... That's all you can really ask for when it comes to Mario doing the Mario voice. And I thought that was kind of a fun little nod. Um, but things like that kind of were the ones that just went, oh. I didn't really, oh. To, to sum up my movie, the, the thing is, if it went full Mario and full fandom, I think it would have been a much better movie, but not have a much bigger reach. At the same time, the things that they changed in it feel very Universal Studios bullshit, or, or maybe Illumination made these choices, to try and appeal to a more massive audience in a way that I was like, ugh, not really good. Um... For starters, uh, like a lot of the soundtrack is good because it's Super Mario music. You know, it's not just the do 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 do, but things from like Mario, like Bowser's Fury and Mario Kart. And uh, even I think there is something from Mario Odyssey in the game, if I'm not mistaken. Probably am. The DK rap had a slight appearance, but they didn't give a shout out to uh, David Wise, which I thought was kind of bullshit. Um, but it was good to see these little cameos and little nods to Mario games from multiple generations, from the NES era to Super Nintendo, N64, GameCube, Wii, and Switch. Um, so that, that to me was what made it a really fun little thing, going from like the, the glass tube things from 3D World to uh, essentially forgotten things like the warp pipe in Mario 3. Uh, so th that was kind of fun for the Easter egg sections. And that was, those were, like, again, the best part. But then it's like, well, how about in this point we do holding out for a hero into the night? Or or Thunderstruck in the Mario Kart selection segment. Thunder. Whoa, 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 whoa. Th those just felt like unnecessary additions to the thing. Like, we have to include some licensed songs in this movie. And they just feel completely out of place in terms of tonality and what was needed. Or it's used as a quick joke, like, I need a hero for Mario. Like, the one that was kind of like a, a, a quick joke was the DK rap, which I guess I could see because it's Donkey Kong and someone would probably be pissed off if Donkey Kong never had that song. But like the licensed 80s tracks, I, I thought that was just kind of just like, eh. That was the unnecessary, so fucking unnecessary. Additionally, uh, the storyline felt like uh, a second or third draft of a movie, and they had to make some cuts or tweaks. For instance, here's the entire plot. Mario is a plumber from Brooklyn, and he just 
quit his uh, one other company to start his own business, the Mario Brothers Plumbing. But everyone sees him as a joke. He spent all his money on a commercial. Him and Luigi are the only two plumbers and they didn't get work. A rich person uh, gives them money to go to the uh, their apartment to try and fix a plumbing leak that leads to a hilarious moment with the dog because Luigi breaks the dog bone so that makes an enemy out of the dog. Because the enemy dog doesn't get a bone, I'm gonna go try and attack Luigi and Mario. They fix the leak and then the dog attacks and breaks the, the sink, makes it worse. They put the dog in the shower. As they try to repair the leak, the water keeps flooding into the shower, rising the dog. As the dog is able to get out of the sink of the shower and they quote unquote fix the repair by repairing the toilet and having it flush, the dog is over the ledge and then starts to do a dive attack. They fly out the window and the Mario Brothers save the dog before it hits the street, making them a hero. As the dog is repaired, oh, you broke my thing, and they leave, or something bad. I don't know what happens with the money. Anyway, so they're a little distraught. They're not seen as heroes. They didn't really get the job done. They smashed up a bathroom. Then they see, uh, they eat food at their Italian restaurant thing. Oh, mama, I don't like the mushrooms on my pasta. It's me, Chris Pratt. And that leads to sad, sad stuff going on. Uh, so as they don't like mushrooms, oh, oh, what's going on here? And I'm gonna be sad and go to my room and play video games. And then I don't wanna, and then let's switch video games. Let's see news report about flood. Oh, we gotta fix this flood. The pipe broke in Brooklyn. So Lee can be a hero now if we fix this pipe break in Brooklyn. Well, this is all going on. Bowser, uh goes to the Ice Kingdom get, and fights the penguins from Mario 64. We will not yield. Snowball fight joke. You saw that clip on YouTube. <laughs> he gets the star. So the whole premise is he's got the MacGuffin. He's got the superstar. And he's going to use that basically to swoo uh, Peach to marrying him. Got it? That's the whole premise. Bowser wants Peach to, to marry him. And he has the superstar unlimited power He's a cruel asshole. Okay, back to the Mario plot. <clears throat> so now that we know that uh, Mario's going to the pipe to fix shit, oh, we're going into the depths of Brooklyn. We've never seen it this far before. Uh, and they go like level five, level six, le world level three, two, get it? Level one, four. And, and the most promised one was the one with the green pipe is level one, two, as in the underground level in Mario, you know, da 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 da, haha, <laughs> funny, funny. Okay, so they enter the green pipe, and doot, 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 Mario and Luigi get sucked in, because Luigi goes missing, Mario finds Luigi. Oh, Luigi, there you are, as long as we have each other, nothing will stop us. And then, because I guess the warp pipes go to different worlds, for whatever reason. Luigi goes to Bowser Land, maybe, and Mario goes to Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Okay, follow me along, this is the plot. I'm telling you right now the plot of Mario. So, now we have, we have three plots going on at the same time. So you're ready? We're juggling the three plots. Luigi in Bowser Land, Mario in Mushroom Kingdom, and Bowser with the, with the star. Those are your three plots. We don't go to Brooklyn till the very end of the movie. So those are your A, B, and C plots. So we have Bowser with the star. He throws a rock concert. Oh, what's up? It's me, Jack Black. I'm going to say rock and roll. Doobie-doo. I want Peach to marry me. Doobie-doobie-doo. Jack Black. Blah. And a few times during this movie, we'll just go through it right away. Bowser keeps professing his love for Peach and goes into having Kamek dress up as Peach to simulate a marriage to I'm getting a piano and sing that Peaches, 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 Peaches song that you've already heard 17,000 times by the time you listen to this podcast that the joke, which is supposed to be out, not in conflict, like it's the joke of the Mar movies, the Peaches song 
is now out and about, you can hear the Peaches song, which means there's no real fucking need to watch the Mario movie when the big joke of Bowser singing a serenade to Peach is already out and about. So, so the big joke, one of the big major plot jokes in the movie has been spoiled now for everybody as long as they heard the Peaches, Peaches, Peaches song, because now you get it. Bowser wants to marry Peach and has this song about Peaches. It's the joke. Okay, so so now we got that out of the way. We're, the, the, we now go return to Luigi. Luigi's in a spooky area, and it leads to people assuming it's like Luigi's mansion, but not. He gets his flashlight out, and then there is the, the skull Koopas, the skeleton Koopas, and they're like zombies, and spooky jump scare, and they have to keep walking, and oh no, uh, I'm gonna whack them, and then they resolve, and oh, they keep going. So... He keeps running, and then the bats, I forgot what they're called in Mario, they attack Luigi to the point of he runs over to the castle, which we assume is Luigi's mansion at first, but I guess it's now uh, a castle. And as the skulls are locked out, oh, everything is fine and dandy now for Luigi. It's all safe and sound. Uh-oh, here are the shy guys in a fun jump scary sequence where the lights and thunder show two, then four, then six, and then a kidnapping. So the shy guys kidnap Luigi. Mario is in Mushroom Kingdom. We, we, we will, uh, he's like, oh, what's going on here? What is this place? Oh, Mushroom King, oh, dang it, I don't like mushrooms. And Toad shows up, and he's like, hey, it's a me, Toad, Mamma Mia. No, no, he's, don't touch that, you will die. Just kidding, it's a safe one. I'm Toad, I'm person from Mushroom Kingdom. Nice to meet you, I'm a wannabe an adventurer. And he basically shows Mario around. Uh, Mario was looking for a Luigi. Hey, where's my Luigi? I don't know where Luigi is. He's in a big, I just saw him go to a big spooky area. Oh, that's the Darklands, he's gonna die. You gotta go see the princess. Which leads to a funny little sequence where we see like the Mario, like do 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 do, hit the power blocks, going through the overworld, there's a hat store, there's a, there's a crazy cap from Mario Odyssey. Uh, there's also there's a like a fruit there's a fruit stand with with tomatoes like all sorts of good gags. As they go into a sequence to try and go through pipes to make it to uh, Peach's Castle, which is the Mario 64 castle, the iconic Peach's Castle. Uh, as Luigi gets hiked up, Luigi ends up in a cage and he's stuck in, in a cage with the penguins and Luma from Mario Odyssey, who sounds like a little boy giving very depressive rants about the only thing we can relax for is the pain and suffering, knowing we're all eventually gonna die. <laughs> and that's the last we get of Luigi for the most foreseeable future. So so now just so you know the B-plot, Luigi's stuck in a cage, Bowser's gonna serenade to, to the, the peach. All right, that, those are your A, your B and C plots. So the rest is home Mario. I'm a Mario. Hey, Peach, uh, I'm gonna go to Peach's castle. So the toads go, nope, princess in our castle. <laughs> and then Toad goes, hey, other toads, you want me to make you a meal? Okay, go, 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 Mario. So Mario then goes to the castle and tries to find Peach. Peach sees uh, basically, cause she's, I guess, the ruler of the cut kingdom. Uh, the, the news that uh, Bowser has the superstar got rid of the Penguin Kingdom and we need defenses. Peach makes a ploy that she's going to leave to the Kong Kingdom to try and ask for help by the Kongs to stop Bowser. On her way over to her ship or something, runs into Mario. Hey, princess! Uh, but then, just want to know, hey, you, you want to help me? I want to find my uh, brother. He's in the spooky land. No. I, but you're, if you need to be there, I guess you can do it if you run my platforming puzzle. So then they do a training montage where Mario learns to jump and eat mushrooms and get big and vomit mushrooms and jump and fall and wipe out. 
And this goes on for about four minutes. It's a funny wipeout slapsticky thing for kids, but it kind of runs its course and you just get the montage. And, oh, he knows what he does now. Oh, you you didn't really complete the course, but that's okay. I'm coming with you. I did on my first try, but I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say you did good job. So it's now Peach and Mario and Toad on an adventure. So they float away and they go to, you guessed it, a fun little space, a little craft where they start moving. And in this craft, they have little like gimmicks of Mario levels. So like the desert with spinies, a Yoshi's Island, uh, a river with the bloobers, those big old fish things. Oh no, cheap cheeps, cheap cheeps, not bloobers. Bloobers are the squid. Um, and then they, um, and then they go eventually to the Donkey Kong land. Hello, Donkey Kong. Uh, hello, Cranky Kong. Sorry. Hello, Cranky Kong. Can you help me out? And Fred Armisen plays Cranky Kong. Well, I don't know if you want to. I'm just going to do this voice that you're going to think might be John Mulaney, but not. Might make you think it's Nick Kroll, but not. You know, that old Jewish line, that sounding old Jew thing from the from the Broadway performances of Oh Hello. That's basically what my voice is, but you're thinking it's gonna be Mulaney, but no, it's not. It's me, Fred Armisen. You know, from Portlandia. That's my voice. I'm Cranky Kong now. So Cranky Kong says you can get my army, but you have to fight Donkey Kong, my son. Peach thinks that's stupid. It just says no, no, thank you. But Mario, I will take him on. And then we go to the girders in this like arena playfield for a fight sequence. I put some power up blocks for you, cause. Uh, and then you see Donkey Kong show up and he's doing chest exercises. Seth Rogen does a pretty good voice for Donkey Kong. Uh, is a flaunty, taunty thing. He's like, yeah, I did it. I'm good. I'm gonna impress my dad. Look at me go. Uh, I'm gonna beat up the Mario now. And uh, essentially, they have a fight. It's Mario versus Donkey Kong in a weird floating island with girders that reminisce of Donkey Kong. At one point, uh, Donkey Kong uppercuts Mario out to the sky, so everyone assumes that it's going to be a Super Smash Brothers joke where game is said, but nope. He just falls back, he recovers, and eventually plays possum, gets a cat Mario, scratches up Donkey Kong, and eventually uh, Donkey Kong hits a barrel, hits himself, and knocks himself out. Mario wins the fight by essentially stupidity, and therefore Mario gets the Kong army. The Kong army basically says, we'll do the fight, but you know the best way to get there is a shortcut. You need a cart. So, so they just cut to a, a Mario Kart bit. They do a Mario Kart bit where they play Thunderstruck with the Kongs and they build Mario Karts. So as they build Mario Karts, they basically just... They drive through the rain, through Donkey Kong world. They drive through a uh, rainbow road looking situation with the assumption that they're going to go back to, uh, the ba to, to basically get all their things and get Luigi and all that. But uh-oh, no can do. Bowser found out. And he's brought his team of Koopas to do a Mad Max style fight on the Mario Kart track. So now we see Kongs fall off the track and blow up and die. We see Koopas on the track blow up and die. Leading to a big bulldozer, Donkey Kong and Mario on a cart. And they have to work first as enemies and rivals, but then together as a team. But they still don't like each other, but that's okay. As they fight, uh-oh, bad news happens. Because you see, uh, the blue, the, the big bulldozer 
is actually a blue shell and the blue shell you thought you won but whacks the cart into the track and blows them up and they fall into the sea and they're like oh no we are we're stuck in the sea and then the big eel from mario 64 shows up and munches them into the hole kind of like a like a whale in the pinocchio movies so it's now just peach and toad and they're helpless and bowser's like hey peach uh, you should bury me now because no one's here to help you i guess i will have you marry me i guess so i fuck it ever keep in mind i just want to remind you people peach is the, the pretty much the secondary character in this if it's not mara it's mostly peach doing most of the heavy work in here so a good chunk of this movie uh, it's pretty fun to see Peach in this position because she's like a blend of Daisy and Rosalina as well. Anyway, uh, so as Donkey Kong and Mario fight each other, uh, it's your fault, it's your fault. I just wanted to please my dad and do a plumbing business. Well, I wanted to please my father by do fighting. Your dad's right, your dad's right, you both suck. I guess that helps anyway uh they learn that their cart is still intact they light it up the eel coughs it up and they start flying away so we're now at the wedding scene bowser dresses up in the tuxedo that you have seen in mario odyssey and people are taking their seats including king boo from Mar of luigi's mansion and my favorite, King Babam from Mario 64. Because he just does the waddle thing that. And I think that was really funny. Anyway, uh, so, hey, uh, Daisy, you, you got some flowers for you, Peach. And it's this surprise, it's the blue flowers. But don't tell anybody, Toad gave Peach blue flowers. And so they start the ceremony. Kamek is apparently the ordained minister. And here's the big twist. I'm going to sacrifice all these people I put in cages for your love. Which means the penguins and the Kongs, Cranky Kong and Luigi. That's where they are now. I'm going to kill these people. And like stereotypical wedding sequence. If anyone objects to this wedding, please say no or forever hold your Oh wow! It is Mario and it and it's Donkey Kong and they're smashing the wedding. Peach then reveals the flower. And what happens is she freezes up every uh, Bowser and then freezes up. Uh, the, the chains as they were trying to sink the lava thing to kill everybody. Luma is sad that Luma doesn't get to die. But everyone else is happy because they're not dead. Donkey Kong then reverses it and frees them from their from their fiery dooms. No explanation. And then Luigi climbs out and goes up and uh, is saved. Luigi is saved by Mario. Via flying car this pisses off bowser you fucked us up now i'm going to uh destroy the mushroom kingdom m the toads have to evacuate the mushroom kingdom as a, a giant bullet bill the big bullet bill thing uh is about to destroy the mushroom kingdom at the house oh no we have to stop the bullet bills this leads to Mario trying to run after the bullet bills. What leads is a sequence where as the uh, raccoon Mario, or Tanuki Mario as it really is, uh, distracts the, the bullet bill because he whacks him in the eye and then he starts chasing after the Mario. Mario runs and runs and runs and runs and finds the green pipe that originally led him to the Mushroom Kingdom. The bullet bill goes to the green pipe and surprise, doesn't blow up or doesn't, he goes into the pipe 
and uh-oh, blow up and in some sort of space bullshit. I don't know, Vortex. The Mushroom Kingdom and all of the Mario people are now in Brooklyn, New York. So everybody is back there. Bowser's going to just say, fuck it. I'm going to just destroy the fuck out of Mario now because you ruined my day. Luigi is basically hiding now because he doesn't want to fight. Mario is in a fight. Peach is scared. Oh, no, we need the fight. Which leads to Mario uh, saying, you want a piece of me, you, you come after it. Fire blast leads to Luigi grabbing uh, a sewer pipe, a sewer, uh, uh, I was going to say the pipe, but it's not pipe, it's the sewer uh, lid, and, and protect Mario, and then as a distraction, Mario grabs the superstar from the very beginning of the movie with Luigi, and they become the Super Marios. Action sequence where they basically knock over every bad enemy altogether, and then defeat Bowser, which leads to Kamek. Which leads to not to Kamek. It leads to. Peach with the blue mushroom shrinking Bowser and then they stuff him into a jar and and then uh, mom uh, Papa Mario goes I'm a proud of you boys and gives him a hug and Cranky Kong uh, gives Donkey Kong a hug and that is the it and they basically didn't do that transition to like oh in the future then Mario and Luigi wake up and they hear Mr. Blue Sky. And as they turn on the Mr. Blue Sky, they, it looks like a New York apartment, but psych, it's actually the Mushroom Kingdom. They do plumbing work in the Mushroom Kingdom. And sometimes they even go to Brooklyn. No word yet on, as to how, but they're in the Mushroom Kingdom and they're working as plumbers. Peach is still ruling all the places, so everything should be okie dokie fine and dandy. This leads to the uh, credit sequence where, oh, what's going on here? Uh, they play the Mario songs. Here's all the cast. Here's, here's Chris Pratt and Seth Rogen, Anna Joy and Charlie Day, King and Michael Key. Hey, Charles Barnet is there too. And it leads to a uh, the mid credit sequence where Yoshi shows up and there's a Yoshi egg in the Brooklyn sewer and it starts to crack and then you hear Yoshi and then it cuts to the regular credits that's that's kind of how it goes then you just have the rest of the credits no end 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 credit sequence that's all you're kind of getting which leads to questionable activities so if you're wondering in the plot uh, Mario just stumbles upon and then stumbles upon and then stumbles upon and then stumbles upon there's a depressing part where he was trying to uh, please his dad and then I guess gets redeemed because he helped fight a turtle that the Papa Bowser doesn't know about till now it, it, it makes really no sense but does it have to be? It's a Mario movie. Anyway, uh, so it leads to... I guess Mario Luigi win at the end of the day. Uh, there is a, a... Pauline is the mayor of New York City, apparently. Uh, so, you know, New Dong Zone is... So surprisingly, it's not New Dong City. Uh, and, and I guess that's it. That's like the movie. I'm sure there's lots of funnier scenes, funny jokes I don't I have omitted. But that's that's about it. It's okay, but like oh, and then this happened, and then this happened. They basically probably had like two hours worth of Mario material that they cut to 90, because they don't want kids to sit in the theater for way too long. And at 90 minutes, it, it went very fast, and that's actually pretty good for a kid's movie. Uh but it felt very like universal because the mushroom kingdom in the Mario movie looks like the Nintendo world in Japan and in Hollywood and in Orlando with the floating 
like beams and the little question mark blocks everywhere that looks like high-rise tower things and the Donkey Kong world is what I'm going to assume is the Donkey Kong roller coaster and that's why it was included in this movie because there's a Kong world and if there's a Nintendo land hey there's a Kong world and if it's Kong world then that means we can do Donkey Kong roller coaster and include the Kong people in this fucking movie so that way they already have some IP it's, it's just it just got felt tacked on felt really not really necessary other than we got Donkey Kong let's just fucking get Donkey Kong that's to me that's how it felt that's why I'm not really the most vocally excited about Mario it's just sort of like oh and then this happened and oh that's there and then I guess someone decided that should okay if it went full into the Mario Easter eggs or full into like figuring out what Peach is and what Mario is and Luigi, it would be a much better movie. But it didn't do that. But it did deliver laughs. It did deliver some fan service that it's not a bad movie. But I don't think people are really going to figure out what makes it good. Honestly, if all the video game adaptations right now I will say the Mario movie is a bit less than the Halo TV show, if we're actually going to be serious for a moment. The Last of Us was, I guess, the is, is a really exciting TV show, but I have not really heard people talk about it since the finale. Is it still getting traction? Do people still care about it? It leads me to my question again about consume vomit and they forget. And I think the Mario movie, as fun as it was, people are probably going to forget about it. Um, I think it was okay. It had the Nintendo title sequence, which means there's going to be a lot of movies based on Nintendo properties, probably in the near future. And questions about the sequel, because they hinted at Yoshi in Brooklyn, which is the plot of the 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie. If you don't remember that, Yoshi is in Brooklyn. <laughs> That's the start of it. Um, and they had a daisy there and there was no daisy here so hey hey put, put the pieces together they might want to recreate uh, that with uh, Mario 2 and I'm thinking if they're going to do Mario 2 that's when they'll probably do um, like a Mario Sunshine jokes or uh, or Luigi's Mansion like oh they're looking for a house, so Luigi tries to buy a house and it's haunted, and Mario's on vacation. He's been golfing and playing tennis. Things like that would be the joke. Um, <clears throat> but as far as like a Nintendo movie for like what's next, I mean, yes, they could easily do a Donkey Kong spinoff. That, that's kind of already set in, in the universe. Uh, obviously, Mario 2 could also be set based on what we've seen. Um, and then if they really want to, they could kind of go into Captain Toad based on how they handled Toad. So they have three little areas they can go with. Toad, Donkey Kong, or Mario 2. Uh, but as far as like, what 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 game would be a Mar Nintendo movie getting this treatment? I mean, like, it, it seems like the next thing everyone wants is Zelda, right? Oh yeah, by the way, I, I give it a three and a half stars. 3.5 out of five. I don't really do half star reviews. If I if I have to do like a star system, I would say a three. It's not four out of five. It's like a 3.5. It's not bad, but it's like, eh. Anyway, um, what would be the next Nintendo franchise? And the assumption is Zelda, right? But the problem with Zelda is it's an adventure series. There's not a lot of comedy in Zelda. It's a lot of action and quest building. If you're going to do that, you're going to have to try and make an animated version of Dungeons and Dragons or an animated version of like Lord of the Rings. Instead of the one ring, it's the Triforce. And I don't think kid, kids kind of like adventure shows. I mean, they watched Avatar The Last Airbender, but typically speaking, a lot of adventure series, except for maybe like the the How to Train Your Dragon, 
hasn't has really not done well. So you're gonna have to try and work it to be in a really good adventure thing. And if it's Illumination, they don't do that. They do comedy. They do the oh no fart, oh stinky kind of jokes. And thankfully, they didn't do that in uh, this movie. Um, so Zelda, I could it's it's an obvious one. Metroid's an obvious one. You just have to try and make aliens, but for kids. Um, but if it's me, hi Jordan. If it's me, there's only two properties that would actually kind of fit for modern kids to do a kids type movie. One is Splatoon, because Squid Kids, you can already build that universe and have it be very colorful and animated. And I think kids will really enjoy that kind of war type kind of fun as far as a movie. Plus, it's Splatoon. You already have its unique soundtrack and design that that could easily uh, reach people. Uh, additionally, I would say the other would probably be, um, I mean, personally, I would pick Pilot Wings. I know not Kirby, but maybe like a Pilot Wings or a, um, what was that? Uh, or Animal Crossing. I think Animal Crossing would be most likely to have the next uh, Nintendo game turned movie because of the fact it's an island, you have all these characters, and you can easily expand upon that to make lots of ideas on how to create an ecosystem environment sort of situation. I think that would be the cause. So you do a Splatoon or Animal Crossing, because those are more younger kind of formats that uh, that is also transcendental uh, and has its own design patterns and people have loved it. Like Animal Crossing because of the pandemic and Splatoon because of the Switch and the, and the Wii U, that those two would be the hits to go with. I understand the need for Metroid and Zelda because of its longtime brand. But I think it's just, I think you should really focus on younger. Especially if these are kids' movies. I think I think kids would like those. Um, but that's about it. Should you see the Mario movie is the last question. If you have kids who love Mario, yes. I would say if they love Mario, and I mean love Mario, like they play the Mario games. If the, if it's just like, oh, this is a kids movie people want to see, no, don't don't get your kids to see the fucking Mario movie. It it's not. It, get your kids to see Spider Man into the Spider Verse or the upcoming Ninja Turtles movie, because at least there'll be something they could kind of enjoy. But these are all IP bases. And if they're not invested in the IP, it's not necessary. And Mario, even though it's an IP-based movie, doesn't do a lot of hand-holding to what is Mario. They just kind of assume you know Mario, which is what Jack said at the beginning. Um, so, I, I, to me, I just think if you are a parent and your kid loves Mario, then yeah, go see it in theaters. If you are a parent who loves Mario but your kid doesn't, don't do it. They'll be kind of disgusted with you. If you are a parent who loves Mario, but your kid's uninterested in it, just wait for it to show up on uh, Peacock. Because most likely it will be on Peacock in like six months. Give it a watch then when it's on Peacock. You can watch it on like a Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon. And, and just, and it'll be fine. That's the, probably the better time to watch the Mario movie. If you have a disinterested kid or you love Mario but don't really have it, it's okay to watch it by yourself. I would say it's not really one that's just, eh. All the jokes have already been spoiled. If you just check Twitter or YouTube long enough, oh wow, that's a reference to Jumpman because Mario used to be called Jumpman and the arcade game is called Jumpman. You get it? Yeah. Um... So if you don't like Mario, never heard of Mario, should you see this movie? No. Unless you want, like, a perfect uh, encapsulation of, like, uh, intellectual property-based movies for the sole purpose of consumerism and capitalizing on it to sell more copies of video games. To which case, just play the fucking video games. It's on Switch. You could probably... You could probably, at this point, like play a Mario game probably for less money than a Switch. I, but probably illegal too. Uh, 
so that's that's it. That is it for my Mario review. I think it's a it's a real like questionable movie, and that's why it was very fascinating to see the review scores the way they are. The is it good? Is it bad? I mean, it really depends on person to person and how invested they are with Mario. Exactly what Jack said. Personally, I think it's just more of a. It's just a meh movie, but again, like I said weeks ago, it's people's projections into this. Just like the whole, like, uh, this is against the woke culture. This is against the woke. And that's why it wasn't because oh, John Leguizamo got pissed off. So fuck you, John. This is anti-woke now. But at the same time, oh, this movie is woke because Princess Peach is not the damsel in distress. And also, uh, there's like, same-sex couples and there's no way. Like that kind of shit. Again, it's not a culture war movie. This isn't anything to do. So please stop fueling anyone who's doing the culture war bullshit. It's very tiresome and dumb. This is a fucking kids movie about Mario, the video game plumber going to the Mushroom Kingdom, eating mushrooms, jumping on blocks, jumping on Goombas and Koopas. It's not fucking the it's not the fucking UN. It's it's not the war in Crimea. We could just it's just a fucking kids movie. <laughs> Peach was a good character. I liked Peach. I wish there was more to her. It just sort of felt like a uh, she has to be four different things. And, oh, we don't know what happened to the mom and dad, so the, the Toads took her over, which was exactly Rosalina's backstory in Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, so so in, in many ways, like, it's, it's really tough to judge this movie. It's one of those fascinating movies, though, at the same time, because we are now looking at... I hate to say this, because I know Spider-Man and Ninja Turtles are both comic book-based movies. Because people are looking forward to Spider-Man and into Spider-Verse 2, uh, or whatever they're calling it. Uh, and Ninja Turtles has another reboot with Seth Rogen uh, as the director. Um, it it it's actually feels very fun. Because it seems like the IP-based movies are now trying to be fun. Like, Ninja Turtles looks like a fun movie. Uh, Spider-Man looks like a fun movie. Barbie, absolutely a fun movie. I think that's going to be the breakout movie of the year. Because of how campy it is, how the art style of it. it that seems like the movie that everyone's waiting for now. That I think that's going to be the one that everyone's looking for. And people are going to, just like with Mario shit all over it or get the wrong ideas i think for, for this as terms of a video game movie it does its ip good but assumes you know the product it's an alternate kind of ip this is equivalent to pokemon the first movie if you didn't fucking watch pokemon before you don't fuck you're fucking lost but kids are gonna love it and that's okay this is like the, well, this is, uh, this is not the Mario movie from 93. This is like, this is actually a tribute to Mario. I can't, I, between the two, I actually kind of probably, I don't, it's a toss up. I think the Mario movie, the 93 one's kind of terrible too, but at the same time has a lot more, um, cute with like the little toy bomb in Trust the Fungus, which is the same as the fucking like 18 times we have to hear Mamma Mia in a slow-mo. Or it's a me. That's like the same fucking... I'm glad they didn't do Charles Marnay for the full movie because that would have been really grating if it's this dialogue. But man, it's just a middling movie. It's a middle... It's a mid-movie. It's a good movie. It's the kind of movie you should rent at Blockbuster if rentals were still a thing. It's you don't. It's not a movie. I don't think anyone's gonna clamor for to watch over and over and over again. Unless you are like a weird Nintendo fan who just has to buy the Mario movie because you love Mario or it's a Nintendo movie, and I get that. Video game movies are very fun, very limited. Better than Assassin's Creed. Better than Warcraft. But 
There are a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh movies out there, and this is just sort of just the same as all of the others, from how I felt about it. So that's my in-conclusion thought on today's episode, is that while the Mario movie was entertaining to watch and has true to the IP and was a fun watch, it's no different than the multitude of video game movies I have seen before, including the Dwayne Johnson Doom movie, the really terrible Postal movie with Uwe Boll, Resident Evil, Silent Hill, Tomb Raider, Uncharted, and more. The only difference is they decided to do animation instead of live action. And that actually made it a lot more enjoyable to watch in some regards, but with the same kind of script as a of these sort of live action things, it just sort of just felt very weird in general. So in conclusion, there is no difference between the Mario movie in CGI 2023 Chris Pratt and the movies from the last few years, they're video game movies that you go, it's fucking shit, fucking terrible. It's just the same. And Chris Pratt as Mario, he did a good job. I'll say it, Chris Pratt did a good job. And all this is gonna lead to, in that sequel of Yoshi, is a Jurassic World joke where Chris Pratt as Mario is gonna do the hand wave to Yoshi like in Jurassic World Blue. Whoa, 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 Yoshi, whoa, whoa, whoa. That kind of thing. Because you know they're going to do that joke. You know they're going to do a Jurassic World joke. It's a universal property. This is a universal movie. And Chris Pratt's in it. You fucking do the obvious joke. Trust me on it. They're going to do that fucking obvious joke. And that's the stuff I don't like. Well, the jokes are obvious. But you know it's universal. They're going to have to pat themselves on the back every once in a while. Anyway, I, I thought it was just every video game movie. It's still a video game movie. Uh, if that's your kind of thing, I guess you have fun. I'm not here to yuck your yum if you enjoyed it, because obviously I could see why. A lot of fan service, a lot of great Easter eggs to the entire history of Nintendo. But just, like, if they went full into Mario, I think this would have been a much better movie. But Universal sort of had to say, can you do something for the theme park? Can you do something for the parents? Can you get rid of this scene? Can you switch this joke? And it probably was a headache. To cut and write and edit. But that's it for today's episode, the Super Mario Brothers movie review. Join me next time when we probably will not review a movie, but something else, most likely a game show. Take care. I really should have had a, uh, should probably had a, like a good in credit song. So, so let's see here. Um, uh, any sort of fun little, um, we'll just, uh, yeah, just do that one.